Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis. And today it's just me and you. It is a solo and I'm recording this for the first time solo for YouTube. So I'm really excited. Today we are talking about the book because exciting news. It is November 11th, 2021, and the book is out today. Friends, if you have dreamt of writing a book, you know what an energetic kind of sigh of relief and excitement this is. Friends, since I was like 14 years old or maybe even younger, my mom's been telling me, saying, you know, you're going to write a book one day, you're going to write a book one day. And I got to tell you, words of faith are really funny, right? Because that's what that is. When you build somebody up with words of faith, you speak faith into them. A lot of times people don't believe you at first. And that's what happened with my mom and I. So she would say all the time, Julie, you're going to write a book. You're going to write books one day. And I'd be like, you are crazy woman. That is never happening. And I didn't believe her and I couldn't see it, but she kept repeating it over and over and over and over that I got to the point where I was like, okay, yeah, I could do this. And in my twenties, I, then I go to God and I'm like, where's the book, right? And for anybody who's out there that wants to write the book, I knew that the book topic would come in divine time and it did. So January of this year, Spirit said, now's the time to write the book. Here's the topic of the book. You're going to go through oneness. You're going to go through how to communicate with your angels. And that is the first book. And they said, start writing, start waking up in the mornings, like 5 a.m. and just start writing so many pages every day. So that's what I did. I would wake up at about 5 a.m. And by about 5.20, I'm at my computer, I'm writing, and I would write until about nine o'clock every morning and then sometimes come back and do an hour or two later in the day to kind of maybe fine tune what I was writing before. The process of writing the book, and I'm not going to bore you a lot with this, I promise I want to dive in deep to like the yummy details of the book and everything that's in there and kind of give you a deep dive into that. But the process of writing the book, because I did self-publish, Spirit said, you don't need to find a publisher, publish your first book yourself, and then the publisher will come to you. And that's actually kind of something that's in the process of happening right now, which is really fascinating for the second book. But the first book was like, what do they call that? Like trial through fire. Um, So everything that could go wrong with like the process did along the way. And I realized because my egoic mind before when I would uh, talk to people who are in publishing or have published books and they'd be like, yeah, it's about a two year process, you know, from the time that you start writing the book until the book comes out. And I was like, you know, my, my egoic mind is thinking, no way, like we can get this out in eight months. You know, we could probably get this out in six months. 
I was so wrong. <laughs> and I learned to humbly take a step back and check my ego on that because I was so, so wrong. I get now. It's a totally, it completely is a two-year process. And it's just because of the steps that you have to go through. If you think about like making a dinner from scratch, right? Like we have a chef friend, Chef Summer, who I acknowledged in the, she's been on the podcast before, but she's one of my friends. I put her in the book and she calls it mise en place. Like you get out all your stuff. That's your mise en place. So you get out your chicken breast and you get out your seasonings in the little bowls and you get out the herbs that you need to cut up and you get out the lemon and you get all of your ingredients set, right? And then what do you do? Then you go get out the skillet to cook the chicken and you pour in the olive oil and then you maybe fry up this chicken a little bit and then you start to cook the veggies in the oven and it's this whole process of making dinner, right? So that the all the things that you're making come out hot at the same time so that everybody eats this warm, hot food at the same time. And I gotta tell you, friends, I'm so excited about the end result of this book because I wanted to not like give you some little, you know, 70 page mini book that some people self publish. This is a 232 page thick. It's eight and a half by 10, I think is the size of the book or eight by 10. It's a huge book. And a lot of people said, separate it out, Julie, you know, like make it a workbook as one and, you know, do the book as another. And then you could even, you know, have more sales. And I said, no, I I don't take out, I'm ADHD. I do not go and pull a workbook off of the bookshelf to do as the companion to the book I'm reading. I don't do that. And so I don't want to do that to other people. I just want them to have everything all in one place. So here it is. It's a full workbook and it's a full book all in one. And I am just so proud of the end result, the content, and this is the process, right? So the process and why it's about two years to get a book out is because what happens is you first write the book. And then what you probably should do as an author is go through and for a couple of months, refine the book, refine the book refine the book yourself, which was easier for me to do with oneness and angel communication and how you communicate with your angels, because these are courses that I've taught for years over and over and over again. So I was very fluent with the material. But then this wild, fascinating thing happened where when I would wake up at 5 a.m., I started to so look forward to this time with spirit. Because as I would start typing away at the computer, I I didn't write this book. I channeled this book. And some of the things, and I'm going to tell you a couple of them. I'm not going to tell you all of them because there's just so many nuggets in this book. But what ended up happening is as I was waking up early and channeling, spirit would come in and they'd show me things. I've been teaching this course for years after years after years. And here they come in with this new information. And I'm like, guys, why didn't you tell me this before? And they said, you weren't ready for it before. It's ready for the book. And then you're supposed to dive deeper into this. I said, okay. So 
the book is filled with all of this channeled information that dives so much deeper. And I'm just really excited for you to get to read it and to get your feedback on it. And that's kind of the process, this two-year process of, of getting a book out. It takes a couple of months. This sweet, sweet woman that I was working with, I had reached out to her in February and I said, okay, I'm getting this book out. I told my podcast audience it would be out November 11th. When do we start working on the book cover? I want you to do the book cover. And she goes, oh, well, I only need about two weeks. And so... I was like, well, okay, you know? So I went to her in August and I was like, okay, well, let's start working on it now. That way we have a few months. And so we got to the end of August and I didn't see anything. And then we got to the end of September and I was like, okay, you know, I checked in a couple of times where we at, you know, I really need to see something, need to get going on this. And the end of September, beginning of October, she came back to me and she said, I'm really sorry. I didn't want to tell you this, but I've been really sick and I haven't been able to get it done and I don't think that I'm going to. And so it was little things like that when I said it was like one thing after another, trial by fire, everything that could go wrong did. No big deal. I got sick too this year. Totally understand. Didn't hold it together against her whatsoever, but then had to scramble, you know, to find somebody else to do the cover right away and found a person who did phenomenal, phenomenal job. And it was one thing like that after another. And I looked up in the sky, you know, at one point was like, God, I know that you are having every single thing um, glitch that could glitch right now because you are teaching me the process so that I know what to expect for next time. And that this is so much easier next time because I know that there will be many many more books. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so looking forward to that. So this book is so fun. 232 pages. It's all about the first steps of spiritual awakening, how you connect to oneness and how that really is you being able to connect to your higher self, your intuition, to God, to your spirit team on the other side, to your angels. And then probably two-thirds to three-fourths of the book is all pretty much an angel dictionary. So it goes through each of the angels that I've been working with over the years. And hold on, they're saying to tell you how many angels are in here. Okay, so we go through, we talk about 19 different angels. This is the angel dictionary part. And I go through and I channel information that they need you to know so that you know exactly how they're working with you in your life. And so the book is, is split up into these different parts. That's actually kind of the companion book to the first three courses in the angel membership, oneness, angel communication, part one, and then angel communication, part two. And that's where you really learn how to connect with your angels, how to talk to them, teach you how to find out your guardian angel's name. You really learn how to write automatic writing, connecting with your angels. There's a lot of prayers in the book that guide you through every energy 
energetic step of this journey to help you make this connection to hear, see, feel the presence of your angels. And then by the very end of the book, what's so fun is that you know exactly who's on your spirit team. You know the angels that you're working with. You know how to build angel teams. You know how to build up your earthbound spirit team so that by the time that you walk away from this book, you have very clear you know, concept of how you're working with your angels every day and how you can continue that work in your everyday life. So there are so many people, it's interesting. We go through these different influxes where every week the podcast tends to grow in the number of people who are listening to the podcast or watching it over on YouTube. But then you get these crazy spikes where it grows really fast and there's like thousands upon thousands of more people. I don't know, maybe somebody's talking about, you know, the podcast somewhere and you get just this influx of a ton of new listeners. And that's actually happened recently. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, I'm just going to give like a three minute background speech here about who I am and what I do. So I grew up living around the U.S., settled here in the Midwest and have been here for for a while now. Started my career more in marketing, fundraising, and working with nonprofit organizations, a lot of higher education, universities, and colleges, and was in that professional line of work. I call it corporate America because when you work for a college or university, it feels very corporate and was in a place within my life where everything looked good on the outside. I was making the money that I wanted to be making. I had a team working for me. I had the title that I wanted to at work. I was married with the white picket fence with the baby and the dog. Oh, I didn't have the dog yet. But everything looked rosy on the outside, and yet I had completely lost who I was internally and was really struggling in every aspect of my life to find myself and who I was. And so in August of 2015, August 5th, 2015, my dad passed away. And he was on his third marriage at the time, and she did not reach out to let us know that he had passed. It was my first stepmom, my dad's second wife, who ended up tracking us down because my name had changed, took her a while to find my sibling and I. And in that time, about a one-month span between when he passed away and when we heard of his passing, What happened was every single day I got up to brush my daughter's hair. She was in preschool at the time. And I began hearing this voice that said, she needs a hairbrush like I used. She needs a hairbrush like I used. And I heard this over and over and over again till I had this thought, a secondary thought within my head. This isn't me. I don't know what this is, but it's definitely not my voice within my head. I'm pretty sure I'm going crazy. I can't tell my mom. I can't tell my husband. I don't want to get locked up, right? They'll think I'm crazy. 
And so I kept it to myself. Fast forward a month, and I believe it was about September 5th, 2015. I'm in work and my sibling calls over and over and over again. And that doesn't normally happen, you know, if that's our emergency code. So like, sorry, guys, I know I'm in this team meeting, but I really need to take this call. And so I take the call from my sister and she says, you know, dad's passed, he's gone. And if you've ever heard that somebody that you really love. And my dad and I weren't on good terms at that time, but I loved him immensely. I mean, he was my dad. So immediately out of my third eye, which I didn't recognize it was my third eye at the time, but I saw on this imaginary TV screen in front of me, which is kind of how your third eye projects. It's like your imagination, right? I saw my dad combing my siblings and my hair when we were really young before school. And he used a different hairbrush that I hadn't thought about in like 25 plus years at the time, right? It was this wooden handle brush. It had a wooden handle and these boars like black bristles at the top. And when I was hearing for a whole month, when I was combing my daughter's hair, she needs a hairbrush like I used. It was my dad. He had been talking to me the entire time. And I I stopped and I was like, holy cow, my daughter has his hair. Of course she needs a hairbrush like he used. Like I'm using the wrong hairbrush on her hair. Thanks for the heads up, dad. But more importantly, what spilled out of my mouth in front of my coworker that day was like, holy cow, I've been hearing from my dad. So I tell her this story and she goes, Julie, you have to figure out how you've been hearing from him. Like you have to go deeper into this. So I end up talking to my life coach at the time that I was working with. And she's like, I got the perfect person. Like you have to call this lady. She's this like really big expert in California. You have to work with her. So I worked with her for about six months and the rest is history. But that was the way that spirit brought this into my life. I didn't go seeking this out. At the time, I was in this frustrated point within my life, looking outside of my office cubicle, dreaming about doing something different with my life. But the only things that would come in that I could see, because you know how we all get information, nuggets of information that spirit's bringing in. The only thing that I could see at the time was working one-on-one with people. And I didn't know what that was. I thought it was life coaching. I didn't know what energy healing was. I didn't know really what mediumship was. So that is my story. And immediately when I started going through my energy healing program, more stuff was happening than was written in the energy healing books. So when people go through an energy healing program, your God-given gifts can start to come out. And when I am working or in the presence of another person, 
I have the ability to immediately connect with their spirit team. And what they say the spirit team consists of is angels, guides, and loved ones on the other side who are working for your greatest benefit. They are a team that comes together to help guide you, direct you, protect you within your life. So when I work with a person, this team, they're just like right here, right? Like I don't have control over it. Your people are just there and I can see it through my third eye. I can see their presence. I can feel their presence. And unlike other healers, they're not here to talk about their lives. My gift is not here to prove to you that there's another side or convince you that there's another side. My gift is really helping you understand through what they're talking about. They'll bring through information about your life and they'll say, listen, you're here and you're stuck in this way and you're, you know, stuck in this way and we need you to get over this so that you can be here because here's where your future is and it's so much better. We we want you to be here. And so my gift is helping by delivering spirits messages for you to get out of maybe the blocked or stuck place where you are to really be more so on your path. And my gift is also being a teacher. My gift is helping you to learn how to connect with the other side, how to connect with your angels for yourself. So that is my gift, right? Connecting you with your messages that you need, teaching, helping you to connect with the other side for yourself, helping you to understand what your own intuition is and be able to use it more, help you come into your own God-given gifts and abilities and learn how to create a business for yourself out of that. Where I'm a little bit different from other people is I have a God-based approach. So in the book, I talk about, I use the term God, but I tell people, you know, don't let the terminology get in your way. I see this all the time. If you don't connect with the word God, that's okay. Universe, source, spirit, all that is, I am. These are all terms that refer to the same thing, which is the energy of all that is. And you can use whatever term you want to be able to describe. The book really is this angel dictionary, and it goes through all of the angels and how they're working with you in your everyday life, and a lot of times in ways that you don't really realize. So when it comes to the cherub angels, they're so cute. And a lot of times when we think of cherubs, cherubs are the ones, have you ever seen angels? Remember if you lived through the 1990s and you went into a Hallmark store, there were these little teeny tiny angels and they had the cute little chubby faces and little peak cheeks. And a lot of times we see them in old Renaissance paintings, these little teeny tiny baby angels, right? Well, when I was going through and channeling the wording for the book, what the cherubs were saying is that they're the vessel that holds oneness open. So if you think about what is oneness, oneness is God's energy. Oneness is God's vibration. And in order for you to 
live the true, authentic role that your soul came here to live, you have to remain in oneness. You have to be in oneness. We can live from oneness. When in the podcast, I talk about we have the choice of whether or not we want to live from fear, anxiety, frustration, low vibration, or whether or not we want to live from peace, love, joy, bliss, ease, grace. That's a choice. And The choice really comes down to living from the vibrations of this world or living your life from God, universe, source, vibration. And that vibration is something that I call oneness. People, healers, spiritual teachers, they all call it something different, right? We're all talking about the same thing using different terminology. So once you know how to tune in to oneness, once you know how to keep that vibration, and the book walks you through four weeks of going slowly, bringing oneness into your life, it walks you through different exercises that teaches you how to hold on to oneness. Once you are skilled at holding oneness, which is the vibration that healers have to hold in their sessions in order to be able to perform their sessions, you're able to really change your entire life. And here's what I mean by that. Spirit comes through to my Angel Reiki school students all the time and says, if you can hold oneness, we can do the rest. We can work through you because oneness is the opening through which we come. So if you're able to get into a state of oneness and hold it because it takes time to be able to hold that energy for six, eight, 10 hours a day, you're able to connect at any time because it's a skill, right? Reading is another skill like oneness. When you learn to read as a child, can somebody now come in to you as an adult and take away that skill of you reading? No, nobody can unteach you or take away your ability to read. You have that for the rest of your life. And it's the same with oneness. Oneness is an energetic vibration that we're, we learn to connect into. And then once you learn it, you cannot unlearn it. You have it. You have it for the rest of your life. And through oneness, You have the ability to connect with the other side, including to your higher self in order to get to any answer or any, you know, the answer to any question you might have at any time throughout your entire life. So it's not a skill that's like willy nilly, you just learn it in an hour and you're done. No, it's like reading. You learn how to build up to this beautiful vibrational frequency that you hold and you carry throughout your entire life. And that's what you're doing in the four weeks that you're reading about oneness in the book. And also, if you want to go deeper, there's the angel membership that'll take you deeper into it. And if you want to go through oneness, Uh, with us all together. We're going to be doing that course again live together in February of 2022. 
So get the book now and then sign up for the angel membership in January or next month so that you can go through it live with us. You could take it any other time too, but okay. So once you have oneness, the next step is to get to know your angels. And here's what the angels say themselves, okay? What the angels say is a lot of people want to rush to get to know their angels like yesterday. They just want to throw a party one hour and get to know all of their angels all at once. Is that actually possible? The answer to that is no. So here's the deal. The angels say that if you were to get that to know them all at once, it would be like this. Imagine going to a friend's family party and you've never met this friend before, right? But this friend has 30 family members over at her house for this party. And let's say that you're a really outgoing person. You go around the room, you introduce yourself to every single person who's at that party. And if you went out to lunch with your friend the next day and she said, oh, you know, she quizzed you on who her family members were, you might remember four, five, six of them and maybe like one or two things about them. But do you really know those people that you met at that party? No, you don't because you didn't take the time to build a relationship with them. Now, it would be very different in the same scenario. Let's say instead of going to a party, let's say that you went to lunch over the course of a year with each one of those 30 family members. Then if your your friend like quizzed you about each one of those family members, you could be like, oh my God, yes, this was Anne and this is what she does for work. And this is like how many kids she has. And this is like her personality. You could give so many more details because you spent a whole lunch with each one of these 30 people. Okay, this is exactly the same thing when it comes to you getting to know your angels. What the angels say is that for most of you, it's like you just want to go to this party, (laughs) right? Where you're like, okay, here's 30 angels. And now I know them all after spending an hour with all of them as a collective, No, there's no way for that to like physically work. You have to build and cultivate a relationship with each of the angels separately in order to really get to know them, get to know what they're about. Because friends, each angel has their own role. Each angel has uh, their own purpose for why God created that angel. And each angel has a role and a specific purpose with how they're working with you individually on your spirit team. So as you go through the book, that's what you're doing. You're spending a couple of days with each angel, really getting to know them. I teach you how to feel their presence in your everyday life. So you're not just reading the book, you're reading the book and then you're going into your life and you're experiencing the book 
in your everyday life. You're feeling Archangel Haniel surround you, Archangel Raziel. You're seeing them show up in your life and you're getting to know them. You're going to lunch with them. You're diving deeper with them and you're having these mini epiphanies along the way. (gasps) I get it now. Archangel Raziel has been working with me all along and that's where the rainbows have been coming from. Or, oh my gosh, Haniel, Archangel Haniel is this huge part of my spirit team and she's really encouraging me to become a healer. So what happens is I didn't intend to write this book so that you could like open it and close it within a couple of hours, right? Because I've read this thing 20 times, if not more. I've gone through it with the editor about 20 times, with the proofreader twice. And you cannot just open it and close it within a half a day and expect to absorb all of the vibrational yumminess and healing and love and knowledge and wisdom that's within this book. This book is for you to dive deep over the course of 12 weeks, three months, so that you're not just reading, but you're building the skill of really knowing what oneness is and how to live in this different, yummy, high vibrational frequency. And you're getting to know each one of your angels and how they're working with you. And by the end of the book, what I do is I have you spend time reflecting on the information that you've accumulated throughout the whole course so that you realize by the end exactly who is on your spirit team and exactly how they're working with you. That way, when you're done with that three-month period, you're done reading the book and going through it, you go back into your life and now you're working with your angels in your everyday life. And I don't know about you, but I am in the yummiest high vibration and spirit just said to tell you that too. Every time I go through and read the book again, I am automatically lifted into oneness energy, which is the highest vibrational frequency that is. And that's what I love, love, love love, love about this book is that it puts you in that high vibrational place. So I know that there's a lot of you who want your friends to go with this and experience this with you. And you want them to be able to be part of your spiritual health, your spiritual journey. This is the book that you need to gift to them. This is the book that they need. And here's how books work. You might buy a book for somebody and they might have it on the shelf for three months, six months, maybe even seven years, right? But when there's an open energetic space, what happens is spirit says to that person, go over to your bookshelf. See that book right there? Pull it off. This is the book that you need. And that is what this book is meant for. So if you feel like this person needs this book in their life, that's 
awesome. I'm so excited. I hope you gift this book to them. It doesn't matter the timing that you want them to read it in. What matters is divine time. When does God need them to read this book? And if it's on their bookshelf, if it's in their home, you better believe that when the time is right and there's an energetic opening for them to get everything that's here in this book, Spirit will make sure that they go over to it, they open it up, and they start reading. Friends, this book, I'm still going to dive deeper, but I want you to know, When I said at the beginning, trial by fire, everything that every glitch I could experience, I experienced, I wasn't kidding. And so one of the the glitches was that the book did not go up at the correct price. Apparently, when you're putting a book up, what can happen at first is like the price kind of goes up and down for about three or four weeks before it like gets to the right price. Don't ask me why this happens, but I guess it does. And so the price was just going up and down, which is why I didn't talk about it for a period of time over here in the podcast. But the price is right now over on Amazon. You can purchase the book in paperback or hardcover. You can also purchase the book over on, what's that called? Barnes and Noble dot com in hardcover or paperback. And there's also a Kindle version, but the Kindle version, the paperback, the hardcover, those are all up. You can purchase those today. Everything, the price is set. I think it's $19.99 for the $19.99 for the soft cover. I think it's $29.99 for the hardcover. And for the Kindle copy, it should be $12.99. Barnes and Noble for some reason, has the ability to mark the price as whatever they want it to be. So those are the prices that you should see on Amazon. I have, because you know I've had a voice disorder, something come up with my health over the last three months, I was not able to record the book using my own voice, but I did hire somebody with the most angelic voice that I could find. (laughs) Very like professional, but just... I love her voice to read the book for Audible. And we are in the process of getting that up. It is not up, I believe, as of the second, but it should be up within the next couple of weeks. So I will let you know when that happens. So you know how to get the book. I need your help. If you feel called to help support me, I try and not overly ask for things from you, but I could so, 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 so use your help getting this book out. If you know anything about book publishing, a lot of times the first book, in order to be able to produce a second book because the this book cost over $10,000 to put together myself. I looked at the receipts the other day. In order to kind of get to that point where you could produce a second book, you have to get the first book out enough. And that in the olden days was you going out and printing books and then taking them in the trunk of your car to local bookstores. And we don't have that ability right now in the time of COVID. Uh, I don't have that ability to take up that time as a mom. So here's what I could use your help with. If you would like to support me in this endeavor, I would so appreciate it. Go to your local bookstore. 
ask them to carry the book. They can get it through, it's published through Ingram Spark, and they can pull copies through Ingram Spark. And you can ask your local book carrier to carry the book. The more people that you get to ask, the better. We could even put together, if you want me to do a Zoom event through your local company, right? Your local bookstore. I'd be happy to do that. Just email us and we can get a Zoom event together for you so that they have copies that they can sell as the event is going on. And the other thing is just taking a picture with the book, sharing that picture on your social media accounts, Instagram, Facebook, telling other people about the book. It all really helps us get this message out there of oneness, of angels, of living your life in a completely different way. And if you also want to help too, I would so appreciate your reviews over on Amazon or barnesandnoble.com, your review of the book. And it's just what is your honest opinion of the book, of the material, so that other people know, hey, this is a book that I want to invest in. This is a book worthy of your time. So those are the three ways that you could really super duper help me get this book out. That is, ask your local bookstore to carry the book and sell it. Take a picture of yourself with the book and promote it on your social media accounts. Buy the book for a friend or also what was the last one? Oh, rate, rate and review it, right? Give it five stars over on Amazon and give just a review of what you truly thought about the book. Okay, so I want to dive a little bit deeper. They asked me to read one section on Archangel Metatron. So I'm going to do that. Before I do that, I just wanted to let you know too that if you buy the book, we do have freebies. If you register your email on the website, just Just go to theangelmedium.com and then go to the menu and find the section where it says books. And when you go to the books page, on that page, there'll be a section where you can submit your email. When you submit your email, you'll get an angel cheat sheet, which talks a little bit on one page about each angel so that you can keep that handy as you're getting to know them. We also have when you purchase the book and register your email, you'll get invited to a free event that we're doing a workshop on a Saturday morning in December. If you can't make it that day, We will send you a copy of the live event, but it'll be an event where I'm not just repeating what's in the book. It's a free event just for people who have purchased the book and want to go even deeper into the material. So I'll be talking about things that are in the book, even more nuggets of information. Okay, so I want to dive into Archangel Metatron. And I want to read this section because this is what I'm talking about when I say I woke up at 5 a.m. and they were like right there just channeling new information. So I'm going to read you a little section of the book. Archangel Metatron. When I first heard about Archangel Metatron, I was weirded out by the fact that his name was very woo-woo. But the more I worked with him, I found his energy to be just like any other angel. Today, I love working with him and find that he works miracles all the time in my life. I know you'll find the same. 
Remember in the chapter on guardian angels, I was telling you about a TV show at one scene where it showed an infinite number of energy lines crossed back and forth, representing the free will choices of each person. In my sessions, Archangel Metatron shows me how this actually works. He says, because humans have free will, there is an infinite number of options available to us at all times. Archangel Metatron shows me that with each choice, we are either moving in the direction of our soul's path or not. When we make a choice that is not in alignment with our soul's path, new energy lines are instantaneously formed that help guide us back to God and our soul's path, if we so choose. That does not mean that we will take this new path. Following what resonates with us and what feels in alignment with us is always our choice. As you can imagine, with 7.5 billion people on the planet, these energy lines are constantly changing. But what Archangel Metatron wants you to hear is that you cannot be lost from God. Anytime you make a choice that is not in alignment with God's vision, your guardian angels and the cherubs work to instantaneously create new energetic lines or options to bring you back home to your soul self. Archangel Metatron is both the keeper of God's vision for this world and the one who ensures all small details are executed on time. It is a massive job and he does not do it alone. Archangel Metatron ensures this infinite number of energy lines is constantly upholding God's vision for humanity, and he knows how every choice you will make impacts both the collective 7.5 billion people as a whole and on an individual level. He sees how every small part fits into God's big overview vision. But it is the cherubs and your guardian angels who take this vision and run with it. The cherubs instantaneously draw new lines of energy from you back to God every time you fall off your path. Your guardian angels are always the wind at your back, the whispers in your ear, asking you to turn back to God. Archangel Metatron shows me this is where sacred geometry comes in. He says, when you walk this life in alignment and resonance with God's vision, the lines of energy of your actions form a sacred symbol that the angels can see from above. However, the symbol is not just a symbol. It is much more, and you can feel this for yourself. When you spend time in meditation with sacred geometry symbols, you can feel the palpable, high vibrational oneness frequency they emit. Archangel Metatron says this works in a similar way to a sonar system. When you walk in alignment with God, you are walking in line with your personal sacred geometry shape, which is why alignment feels so good to you. But when you step out of alignment, you step out of the shape, and as you do, you can feel that too. This is a second function to all, oh, sorry, there is a second function to all of this. Archangel Metatron says when you walk in alignment with the lines and shapes of your life, your shape fits into a 
bigger shape that's God's vision. The shapes interlock to form a protective bubble slash force around you. Do not see this as a bubble around you exclusively. It is bigger than that. This bubble is a protective shield at the same level as the atmosphere. Archangel Metatron says that within this network, you are protected anywhere you go on earth and automatically connected to others who are on their paths in their sacred geometry shapes as well. This network is not meant to be seen. It is meant to be felt and it feels like oneness. Archangel Metatron says that this connects you to the possibility of miracles because you are dialed into God's network. Call it a miracle network. Archangel Metatron says prayer is effective because it taps into the miracle network of all other aligned souls. Think of it like this. Did you know that some corporations have a system where employees can bank their sick days? When one of the employees must take leave due to a severe illness or injury, the sick bank is a resource which allows the person to take additional paid sick days. This is a blessing because the person can focus on getting well and is not worried about returning to work for a paycheck. Archangel Metatron says our collective prayers activate the miracle network and tap into an infinite, limitless energy bank of divine energy. If the prayer aligns with God's visions, miracles can occur. Archangel Metatron wants to clarify two things. The bank is infinite abundance because it is God. And the more we pray, the more palpable God's vibration on earth is. Earth's vibration rises. The bank can never be depleted, so you don't need to limit yourself to only asking for help with the big things. In fact, the more you ask for help with everything, small, medium, and large, the more energy goes into the bank and the more God's energy is felt on earth. The more God's energy is felt on earth. Let me just repeat that again. The more you pray about everything, big and small, the more God's energy is felt on earth. Your prayers don't just help you. Your prayers, even for yourself, help others too. So friends, this was just like a page and a half from the book. There's 232 pages here. There's so much for you to dive into. I am so excited about this book. I am so excited for you to get to read it and just dive into all of the yumminess and begin to work with your angels. I know that you're going to read this book and feel this high vibrational frequency too. Again, if you want to support the book, I would just so, so appreciate it. You can ask your local bookstore to carry the book and sell copies. You can take a picture with the book, put it on social media and encourage people to get the book too. You can go on Amazon or Barnes and Noble and rate the book five stars. Give it great review to let people know what you thought about it. And you can buy copies for your friends for the holidays and give them out as gifts any time of year. Friends, I love you so much. I know this has been a long episode, but 
I've just been so dying to share more about the book with you, and I'm glad I had the chance today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to this show. Thank you for giving me the gift of allowing me to be a channel that God can work through because without you, I don't have the gift of being a teacher. And so I just want you to know just how deeply I appreciate you and how much I love you and pray for you every single day. Friends, open up your heart to all of the unexpected blessings that your angels, your spirit team, your higher self, God, they're all bringing to you right here, right now, today. Bye, everybody.